0: Transform today. Transformation happened in people's life today. Lord, that our life is not going to remain the same, Lord. Jesus move in our midst today. We are here to be blessed, Lord. We are here to be to be touched by you, Lord. We are here to go from glory to glory, Lord. That you will magnify yourself in our midst. You will magnify yourself today, Lord. Your spirit will begin to move, Lord. He said the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. The spirit of your word will flow upon everyone, Lord. The anointing of you will flow upon everyone, Lord. Everyone will be touched today. In Jesus' name we have prayed. I want us to sing this song, if you know it. You are the Lord, let your name be glorified. You are the Lord, let your name be glorified. We give you glory and honor. You are the Lord. Let your name be glorified. Let's sing it again. You are the Lord. Let your name be glorified. Jesus, this afternoon, Lord. You are the Lord. Let your name be glorified. In the name of Jesus, we give you glory. Oh, hand on, Jesus. You are the Lord. Let your name be glorified. Let's pray today that God should glorify himself in our midst today. We want his name to be glorified. That the Lord should glorify himself through our message today. In this program today, the Lord should be glorified. Lord, we declare in the name of Jesus that your name will be glorified, that you are going to glorify yourself through our service today. Lord, that you are going to glorify yourself in everyone's life, Lord. Jesus, let your name be glorified. Let everyone be touched, Lord. Use your word, Lord. Liberate people today, Lord. Heal them, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Let deliverance begin to occur. Let revelation come to everyone. Let chains be broken, Lord. Let people be redeemed, Lord. Let them be refreshed, Lord. As the program is going on, let your name be glorified. In Jesus' name, we are prayed. Amen. 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 In Jesus' name. Today, as we know that... Uh, the title for the program that we are having this month is uh, Hungry for Jesus. And then we know that it's taken from Matthew chapter 5. And if you read verse 6, it said, He that is hungry and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. Whosoever is hungry and is thirsty after righteousness shall be filled. But today I want to speak on, Arise under that that same topic of being hungry for Jesus. I believe that uh, the first thing, the most important thing that the enemy attacks in everyone's life as a believer is to attack your hunger. Because the enemy knows that as much as you are hungry for Jesus, you go from glory to glory. I want us to look at Isaiah chapter sixty. And I want us to look at verse 1, and then I'm going to speak concerning that. Maybe you are also finding yourself not being hungry for Jesus as you were before. Maybe you are struggling with your desire, the hunger you are having for Jesus, your thirst for Jesus. You are, you, are, you are struggling with it, and you don't know why the enemy is attacking you or this is happening in your life. We have to understand why those things are happening and how we can handle it and get our hunger back today. And I believe that as the message is going, the Lord is going to increase his hunger for him in Jesus' name. Let's look at what Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 says. It says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Let's look at what the first word there is, arise. And I want to speak on this, looking at uh, why you need to arise, why your light need to shine, and why the glory of God need to be risen upon you. You might have fallen, but you can't stay down. The tactics of the enemy is to make a believer fall, fall short of the glory of God, and to stay down and never rise up again. There are times when an eagle will lose its feather, but in no time it will grow another feather. Look at how strong the eagle is. is the strongest bird of the hair. But as strong as the eagle is, when the eagle finds itself not doing much as it's supposed to do, when the glory of the eagle is going down, the eagle will go to the mountain. And what will the eagle do? He will remove all the feathers. He knows that the feathers are getting old, are getting worn out, are getting weak. The ego itself will remove all the feathers. We break the, the, the beak that is used. And we stay there. But one thing you have to understand about ego is, ego knows that it's going to rise again. It's going to rise stronger and stronger than before. It's going to arise again. Ego will never forsake himself and forget that, oh, it is over for me as the eagle the strongest beast of the free, of the air uh, i's over for me i've lost my feathers i've lost uh, my beak and i can never rise again and be strong again it's the same thing with every believer you might have fallen you might have fallen. Something might have happened in your life that you lose the hunger for Jesus. You are falling short of what you are supposed to do before. What you are always doing. The way you are hungry for Jesus. The way you are always there when it comes to the things of God. You might not be finding it easy again in doing it. And do you just stay there? I want you to understand something too. Is the glory of God taking away from you? Are you falling short of the glory of God? how long will you keep mourning and weeping for what you have lost? How long will you keep mourning and weeping? I want you to understand something too. That Jesus loves you despite everything that has happened. I want you to understand that we are in a battle. And who are we fighting against? We are fighting against the enemy. And this enemy understands the taxes of winning. The diagnosis of winning is to reduce every believer's hunger and thirst for him. It's to make sure that you are defeated and you cannot rise again. It's to make sure that you are no longer standing with Christ. It's to make sure that you go back from following the Lord. And that is why we have to understand that what the Bible is saying in Isaiah chapter 60. It says, we should arise today and shine. Unless you arise, you can never shine. Why do you need to arise? You need to arise from your falling. You need to arise from that state where you are. You need to arise from being uh, pushed down. You need to arise from being discouraged. You need to arise from finding yourself uh, struggling spiritually. You need to arise. Because when you arise up, there is the shine of the light of God that is in you. But what the enemy wants to do is to make sure that you stay down and you never rise up. But what the enemy is actually after is the glory of God in your life. It is the glory of God in our life. You say, arise and shine for your light has come. And what? And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. The devil doesn't want us to be able to rise up and do what God wants us to do so that Jesus can receive the glory. Because everything that you do in life, as, as a believer, whatever God is doing in your life, all the glory goes back to Jesus. And the plan of the enemy is to make sure that the glory doesn't come to Jesus. That God doesn't receive the glory. Because if you are ministering, God is receiving the glory. If God is blessing you through your business, God is receiving you the glory. If God is ministering to you in different ways, God is receiving the glory. Maybe you are an evangelist, you are ministering to soul, God is receiving the glory. You are praying for souls to be one for Jesus, God is receiving the glory. And now if you are falling, God will not receive the glory again. He wants to stop every believer from doing what God has called you to do. I want us to look at the story of Samson. Samson is a very strong man. And Samson encounters. A downfall in his life. Samson lost the glory of God. Samson did not understand that when the air is being caught, everything is going to be like an ordinary man. He thought it's a joke. He was joking with, the, with Delilah. But not knowing that actually that's what he's saying that is written concerning him is going to happen. And when Samson caught the air, the air was gone. The glory of God was gone away from him. Samson lost the spirit of God. Samson lost the glory of God. Every battle that Samson again in Samson winning, all the glory goes back to Jesus, and the enemy doesn't want that glory that Samson is getting for God to continue. So Samson, the enemy will find a way of sending Delilah an enemy to Samson to tempt Samson and to break him down. Maybe the the devil has sent some enemy into your life, too, that have tempted you. Make you fall into sin to take away the glory of God. Maybe you are finding yourself now not standing as you were before. And the glory, you know that you lost something. You know that something has been taken away from you. Because when we talk about the hunger for Jesus, it's because of the Spirit of God that is right within us, and our relationship with Him, we can still find ourselves being hungry for Jesus. Hungry for more. Hungry for more. Doing those things you are doing. Doing those things we are doing. Reading the Word of God. You spend time in reading the Word of God. You enjoy reading the Word of God. You enjoy it. They say like there is prayer, you come for prayer. Every time they say there is prayer, you are always there. Because you are still having a right standing with God. You still find the zeal there. You still find the glory of God there. But when you are falling, maybe God did not do what you are expecting God to do. Now you are turning back. Maybe you are falling into sin and the devil is condemning you because of what you have done. And he doesn't want you to rise again. Because the moment you can rise again, the light will shine in your life and the glory of God that God has been receiving will be seen in your life. And the glory of God will goes back to God. Let's look at what happened in the story of Samson. That Samson himself, in Judges chapter 16, verse 22, says that the air began to grow back. I believe that Samson began to think about how much God loved him, how much God has saved him. There was one time, two times that Samson prayed in his life. Maybe you are that kind of believer that doesn't know how to pray. When the enemy is pushing you down, but you don't know how to rise up in your prayer and pray to God. Because what the enemy wanted to never do is to call upon the Lord. The Bible says, call upon me, and I will save in the day of trouble. Call upon me. But the enemy will make you sit down, be depressed, stay where you are, and never call upon that Lord. There was one time that Samson called upon the name of the Lord. It was when he finished killing those people with the, with the jaw of a donkey. And it was thirsty. That was the first time. Every battle that the Lord was winning for Samson, Samson doesn't see the need to call upon the Lord. Sometimes, too, God has been blessing you so good to you. You don't even pray about anything. Everything is just working in your life. But now you begin to see that things are not working. You begin to know that I need to call upon the Lord. And God wants you to grow up. He doesn't want you to be like a baby. That everything just goes well. When everything goes well, you are with the Lord. And when things are not going well, you go back again to your past. But that was the first time that satsing called upon the Lord. And God provided a water in that jaw of a donkey to refresh Samson. Samson said, will you allow me to die of thirst? That was the prayer he prayed. He said, God, will you allow me to die of thirst? And God doesn't want Samson to die of thirst. He provided water for him in that jaw of a bone that he has been using to kill the enemy. That instrument of killing the enemy, God used it to also refresh him. Sometimes you don't know that the, 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 the weapon that you are using to destroy the enemy, God can also use it to refresh you. The word of God that you are using against the enemy is also the word of God that God wants to use to refresh your spirit, to refresh you, to make the light in you to shine. But we saw that the second time that Samson had to pray, it was when he has fallen short of the glory of God. When the spirit is gone and when Samson became so weak, and when you are weak, is even the time that you need to call upon the Lord. Because God is going to renew a strength within you. God is going to lift you up. But if you do not arise, you will never call upon Him. But what God is wanting you to do today is to arise from that state that you have been falling and call upon Him. Let's look at what the Bible is saying in Judges chapter 16. And I want us to read verse 23 and 24. Let's look at what the enemy always do when we fall. What did they do? Why they don't want you to get hungry for God or to get thirsty for God at all. Verse 23 says, Then the Lord of the Phoenix, they gathered themselves together for to offer a great sacrifice unto their gods and to rejoice for they said, Our God has delivered Samson, our enemy, into our hands. Look at it. When we fall and we never rise again, the enemy is rejoicing. That the law, that their own God, their own demons, their own power has given us, we that we are counted as the enemy of God, into their hands. Now they are rejoicing. And that's why we need to rise and not allow the enemy to rejoice over us. And say, no, 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 I'm not going to allow the enemy in my life. I'm not going to allow the enemy to take the glory. The enemy will not take the glory in my life. Look at verse 24. It says, and when the people saw him, they praised their God. Look at that. For they said, our God has delivered into our hands our enemy, the destroyer of the countries, of our country, and which slew many of us, our God. That is why we need to arise. That is why you need to get hungry for God again. You cannot wait and allow the enemy to be celebrating because you are defeated. We cannot be waiting and be sitting down and allow the enemy to be celebrating. Because every, every time you sit down and you never come back to Jesus, the enemy is celebrating. The enemy is rejoicing. When you are basking in the Lord, praying and praying for people, ministering to people, the enemy is rejo- hungry. The and they are devising all kinds of means to make sure that they bring that believer down. To make sure that that person goes down. Because every time you win the battle for Jesus, there is a glory being aspired back to Jesus. And Jesus wants to take glory in your life. And that's why he's saying today that you need to arise again. You need to arise. You need to arise. Let's look at what the Bible says when it comes to verse 28. Verse 28 of that same chapter, Judges chapter 16 verse 28. And Samson called unto the Lord and said, Oh, Lord God, remember me, I pray thee, and strengthen me, I pray thee, only this once, oh God, for I have been as once avenge of the Philistine for my two eyes. He said, remember me. He's praying to God, remember me. At least Samson called upon the Lord. You need to call upon Jesus too today. Maybe you are finding yourself not hungry for Jesus. You are finding yourself not thirsty for him. You are finding yourself losing the strength, the courage, the, 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 the ability to rise up, to pray, to do what God has sent you to do. You find your finances going down. You find your business going down. You find you struggling concerning your children, your family. You find you struggling concerning the call of God. But you have to pray just like Samson did. He said, remember me. And the old story, we know all the old story, that the Lord strengthened him back. I want us to look at the story of the prodigal son too. And before we look at the story of the prodigal son, I want us to look at what happened in the Genesis. What happened in Genesis was the same thing that the devil saw. The devil saw the glory of God upon Adam and Eve, what they could not see. Sometimes you don't see the glory of God upon your life. You could not see that glory, but that glory is upon your life. But the enemy could see the glory of God, and they see the exploit you are doing for God. They saw the glory of God upon Adam and Eve, and the enemy the, the, the enemy was devising a way to bring down Adam and Eve so that they can fall short of the glory of God. And the enemy succeeded. What Adam and Eve does not know is that the enemy target their relationship with God, that peace that they are experiencing with God, the glory of God upon their life, the the unity that they are having with God. And the enemy attacked them so that he can take that away. And when he took that away, they became, so what? Like ordinary person. They became independent of God. And they think they can handle it, but no, they could not. The Bible says in Romans chapter 3, he said, For the wages of sin is dead. The wages of sin is dead. And the Bible makes us understand that for all have sinned and come short of what? The glory of God. All sins and come short of the glory of God. What does sin bring? Sin makes you come short of the glory of God. And that's why you have to make yourself right with God today. If you want to rise up and get hungry for Jesus, you have to make yourself right with Jesus. Because when you make yourself right with Jesus, the glory of God will be restored back to you. Let's go back to that Isaiah that we're reading. Let's go to uh, talking about the prodigal son. The prodigal son. There is something I want us to show in the prodigal son. The prodigal son was hungry for his father before, but the prodigal son got tired of his father. Sometimes you, can, you may not understand what God is doing for you until you now start missing the blessing of God and what God has been doing in your life. Until you start seeing yourself going down. That's when you understand and you begin to appreciate that God has been good to me. Sometimes when everything is rosy, you don't see God. You don't see that God is working. But when things are going down, you begin to understand that, no, 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 this is is not how things are supposed to be operating. I know when I was with God. I know when I was worshiping God. I know how I feel. I know the peace of God. But the prodigal son asked for all, all his blessing and he went. The Bible says he lost everything. He has fallen short of the glory of God. He has lost that relationship. He has lost the glory that he has with the Father. He has lost everything. But there is something, when the prodigal son has lost everything, he came back to his senses. Sometimes we have to come back to our mind too, to understand that there was something that God has been doing for you. And it's time for you to go back and seek that God. Let's look at what the Bible says in Luke chapter 15, verse 17 and 18 says, and when he came to himself, he said, how many hired servants of my father I have bread enough and to spare and perish and I perish with hunger. Verse 18 says, I will arise. Look at the statement there. He said, how many of my hired, the hired servants of my father's house do not hungry. But when he has said to himself, the next thing he did was what? In verse 18, he said, I will arise and go to my father. And I will say to my father, I have sinned against thee and before thee. I will arise and go back. I will arise and seek my father i will arise and do what my father wants i will arise and repent of my sin i will make my way right with my father and make sure that my father restore the glory back because the glory is of god it's not of us the glory is of god and god wants to pour his glory upon your life let's look at what that isaiah was saying to us we read from that isaiah chapter 60 that we're reading before before we pray, Isaiah chapter 60, that we're reading, and I want us to focus on verse 2 and 3. Look at something. When you lose the glory of God, what will happen in your life? What will you begin to experience? When the glory is gone, what will you begin to experience? Look at what Isaiah chapter 60, verse 3 is saying. It says, For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darken the people, but the Lord shall rise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. When you lose the glory of God, what happened in your life? Because before, when you are right with God, when you are hungry for Jesus, there is a light of God shining in you. There is a glory shining. God is being expressed. But when you lose the glory of God, what will happen? What is happening on earth will come upon you too. What is happening with the genders will come upon you, which is what? The darkness. The Bible said, Behold, darkness cover the people. You find yourself in darkness. You find yourself being oppressed of the devil. You find yourself struggling. You find yourself depressed. You find yourself being sick because you lost the glory. You lost the presence. You lost the anointing. You lost the zeal. You lost the power. The darkness covered the earth. And what? Grows darkened the people. But if you can arise again, what will come back to you? The glory of the Lord shall be restored back to you. Look at verse 3 and, uh, and verse 4. It says, The Gentiles shall see their light, and the kings to the, to the brightness of their rising. The Gentiles shall see your light. It's time for the Gentiles to begin to see the glory of God in their life. I look at something, why the devil doesn't want many people to be saved. I look at why many people's destiny are trapped already. Is because the, the devil knows that if they can know Jesus, the glory of God will be expressed in their life. If they can know Jesus, they will fulfill destiny. If they can know Jesus, what they are facing, they won't face it again. The devil wants to put many under his chain. The devil wants to put many being oppressed. So he wants, to be, he wants to be their God and he wants to keep them in darkness. So instead of rising up, and knowing Jesus, but they will be kept under darkness, and the glory of God will be secured, and the glory of God will never be seen. Look at what the Bible is saying in Isaiah chapter 61 when Jesus was coming from the Spirit of the Lord after fasting, and the glory of God is already there. The Bible makes us understand that after this Isaiah 61 or Luke chapter 4, verse 18, that we, if, you, if you read it, was spoken to us, that the fame of Jesus spread about. It means that the glory of God spread about through Jesus' life. Isaiah chapter 61 verse 1 and 2 says what? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the meek. He has sent me to To bind the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captive, and to open the prison to them that are bounded." He said, to proclaim the acceptable years of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to the comfort of all the months. When Jesus finished fasting 40 days and 40 nights, the glory of God is already upon his life. The power of God is already upon him. And God wants to glorify himself through the life of Jesus. And Jesus came to the temple and is announcing to them what is happening in his life. And he's announcing to them that now is the glory being seen. And the Bible said in Luke chapter 4, if you go down, verse, uh, maybe verse 20, it said the, the fame of Jesus went about. The fame of Jesus, that is what the devil doesn't want. He doesn't want you to fulfill what God has called you for. He doesn't want you to enjoy the blessing of God. He doesn't want the glory of God to be seen in your work, your family, your ministry. Everything you lay your hand upon, see everything working in your life. He doesn't want that, he wants to keep you in sorrow. So he wants to keep you under sin, so that the glory of God will not be seen. And if the glory of God is not seen, there is nothing you will give to God. Let's look at what the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 62. Also, I want us to look at verse 2. Isaiah 62, verse 2. Isaiah 62, verse 2. He said, The Gentiles shall see thy righteousness. And all kings thy glory. Hey. And thou shalt be called by a new name with the mouth of the Lord, shall what? Shall name. Today you need to arise. Don't stay there. Don't stay where you're falling. You might know where you're falling short of the glory of God. God might be bringing it to you. Maybe you are condemning yourself that "Ah, if me can do this. How come I, I I falling short of this? How come I'm struggling in my spiritual life? How come I couldn't pray again? How come I, I, I couldn't even deliver myself? How come I've been oppressed by the enemy? But no, you have to understand that now is the time for you to arise. Now is the time for you to shine. Now is the time for the glory of God to be seen upon your life. Now is the time for you to get hungry for Jesus. It's not the time to condemn yourself. It's not a time to stay down. It's not a time not to turn to Jesus, but it's a time to call upon his name. It's a time to read the word of God like never before. It's a time to seek him like never before. And I want you to understand something. Sometimes we might fall. Sometimes you might fall. Sometimes you might not be doing what God wants you to do. But it's very important for you to know how to go back to the basis and begin to rise from there. It's very important for you to to know how to go back to the basis. What are the bases? The Bible says, as a little child, desire the sincerity of the word of God. Go back to the sincerity of the word of God. Go back to the sincerity of the word of God. The Bible says you are falling short. He said he was talking about you are forsaking your first love. Go back to your first love. Find God in the beginning. How did you encounter God? What are those things that God has done in your life? Find out those things and begin to trace your step and begin to look at what God has done in your life. You will see yourself rising up again. You will see yourself rising up again. It's very important to go back to the basis. You know, when a house is falling, what did they go back to? They go back to the foundation. And when you fall as a child of God, what do you do? You go back to the basis. Just go back to the foundation. And you will see God building you up again, renewing your strength. I want us to look at Isaiah chapter 2, Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18 says, But we all, we what? With open face beholding as in a glass, what? The glory of the Lord. And I change into the same image. Look at what the Bible is saying. From glory to glory, even by the Spirit of the Lord. The Bible is saying what? This is what is going to bring the glory of God to be expressed in your life. Is when you behold Jesus. The Bible says, with open face, we behold Jesus. As looking in a glass, you behold Jesus. You behold Jesus. Jesus is telling you today, you need to arise. Rise up, my son, rise up. You cannot stay down. You know, Jesus died on the first day and he was buried for three days. And on the third day, what did the Bible say? The Bible says he rose up from death. He did not die forever. He rose up. So it's possible to fall. But no, you cannot stay dead. You cannot stay dead. You cannot stay discouraged. You cannot stay discouraged. You cannot stay defeated. You have to defeat that enemy that has conquered you. You have to conquer your enemy. You have to rise up. The Bible says what? With an open face, we behold as in a glass the glory of the Lord, and we are being changed. There is a transformation. Transformation is going on. When you are hungry for Jesus, there is a transformation going on in your life. The more you get hungry for Jesus, the more you are being transformed both inwardly and outwardly. There is a transformation going on in your life. As you are beholding Jesus, as you are reading the word of God, as you are developing a relationship with Jesus, what is going on in your life is what? There is a transformation going on inwardly first. The spirit of the Lord is working inwardly. It is working in you, and people will begin to see the glory being expressed outwardly. But the glory force is inward. But, yeah, the Bible was talking about that. The ladies should their adorning should not be of the outward, but inward. Their adorning it means that their glory should not be something that we can only see outward, but it should be something that is of inward, of a quiet spirit. So, if you are beholding Jesus now, if you get hungry for Jesus, if you are thirsty for Jesus, what will happen in you? There will be transformation inside. There will be that, uh, that fire inside of you that Jesus will be building. There will be that relationship being built inwardly. And people will begin to see every glory being expressed in everything you lay your hands upon. You wonder whatever you lay your hands upon prosper? is because of the glory of God being expressed in everything you lay your hands upon. Everything you lay your hands upon now is prosperous because of what? The glory inside is being expressed in everything you lay your hands upon. And when the transformation is going in, inwardly, what is also happening? You are, you are going from glory to glory. From one level of glory to glory. And that's why sometimes you find your assignment changing. Maybe you are a captive over two people. Now you are a captive over four. Maybe you can only handle a few things before. You see the manifestation of the grace of God working in your life in another dimension. Maybe you are not working in a prophetic gift. Now because you are hungry for Jesus, God begins to reveal visions to you. God begins to reveal visions. You begin to have visions. Even when you are ministering, you begin to speak wisdom. You begin to speak knowledge. You begin to minister to people. People are testifying to the glory of God. It's because of the glory inwardly. Now Jesus is being expressed inwardly, and now Jesus can be expressed outwardly. The Bible says "Is by the Spirit of the Lord. It's by the Spirit of the Lord. I want us to look Finally, before we start praying, looking at when Solomon made things right with God, when Solomon made things right with God. let's look at uh, what, um, Second Chronicle chapter seven, and I want us to look at uh, verse one, then we'll come back to verse 14. Second Chronicle chapter seven, uh, we we'll look at verse one, and then we'll also go back to 14. When Solomon make everything right with God, when you make things right with God today, what is going to happen in your life is the same thing that happened in the life of Solomon here. It happens not only in the life of Solomon, but also on everybody that was in the house. Look at Second Chronicles chapter 7. If you look at verse 1, it says, Now, when Solomon has made an end of praying, the fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offerings and the sacrifice, and the glory of the Lord fills the house. The glory of the Lord will not come except Solomon did the right thing. You will not get that zeal back unless you do the right thing. And what is the right thing? Let's look at verse 14. It says, If my people, which are called by my name, Shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land Solomon, the Bible says, I made the end of sacrifice, the children of Israel were not worshiping God like they supposed to, so there was no expression of glory in their life, maybe you too you are not you are not being sincere with yourself in the relationship you have with God. But you want the glory of God to be expressed in your life. But you are not being sincere. You know, Paul talk about being sincere. He said, my conscience judge me. You know, sometimes we, we don't minister through our conscience. We don't walk with Jesus with our conscience. Can your conscience judge you that you are right with God? Can your conscience judge you that, yes, I'm doing the right thing? Sometimes we pray and pray and pray and pray, but we don't examine ourselves to find out what is wrong with me. Am I the one that is, uh, that is not doing the right thing? Or am I engaging myself? Or is the enemy that is attacking me? But first, you first need to look at yourself. What Solomon did was what? To examine themselves and do the right thing first. The Bible says what? When he has made an end of praying, the fire came down from heaven. We are looking for fire over your life. You are looking for the blessing of God over your life. You are looking for God to change things in your life. You are looking for your destiny to rise over. You are looking for the manifestation of grace in your life. But you need to do the right thing. Solomon finished praying. The fire came down from heaven upon the burnt offering and the sacrifice. And the Bible says the glory of God filled the house. And there, there are some times we had a service that I, I just opened my eyes. We're, 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 we're in the service and I opened my eyes and it's like a cloud covering the whole place. It's like, a, it's like you cannot see the people. You cannot visibly see the people. God just opened my eyes. Several times God has opened my eyes to to look. He just said look. And I saw, it's like cloud filling the house. There was a time too. We're praying. We are not many in the church at that time. But I opened my eyes also. It's like we are too many in the place. It's like we are just too many. And we are few that were there. But it looks like we are just too many that were there. Because what? The glory of God came down. God came down to worship God and the angel of the Lord is there. There was a the time I finished praying, and a friend of mine said, Ah, it's like yeah, there is smoke in your room. I said, Well, I don't know. But I know what he saw. Because what? He saw the glory of God. Say, ah, there are smoke in your room. I say, I I say, I don't know. I don't know. But later I began to think about it. That's the glory of God. What? The glory of God came down. But today there is something we need to do. If we want to get our hunger back and be thirsty for God like we're supposed to, and we want the glory of God in everything that you do, we want the glory of God today. There's a need for you to go back to this verse, verse 17 of Chronicle, Chronicles 7, verse 17 says, If my people which are called by my name shall do what? Shall humble themselves and do what? And pray. Shall humble themselves and pray. Shall humble themselves and pray. There is a key thing there is what? Humble yourself. Don't be proud. Don't be proud. Humble yourself. Maybe you are falling." You 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 falling from those states. You are no longer like the Z that you are having before. You need to humble yourself. You need to humble yourself. I, I talked about it that you need to go back to basis. It's just necessary. Go back to the basis things. Begin to handle things on the basis, and you see God building you back again. Humble themselves and what and pray and seek My face. Seek My face. I was reading uh, Psalm twenty four today, and he said. Uh, This generation that seek my face, the generation that seek my face, that caught my eye, seeking God's face. If I want to get back the hunger, if I want to get back that glory rising up and rising up in my life, there is a need for what? To seek His face. There is a need for you to set time to minister to God. You and God alone. And what? Turn from your wicked ways. Turn from those ways of sin. Turn from those things that you've been doing. Repent. And what? I will hear them from heaven. I will forgive their sin. And I will heal their land. I will forgive their sin. And I will heal their land. Maybe you are like Samson. Maybe you are like David. And then the sin of adultery. Maybe you are like the prodigal son. Maybe you are like the, the, the Samaritan woman. Maybe you are like Peter that denied Jesus three times. Maybe you are like Abraham that found himself sleeping with Eger, deviating from the promises of God, deviating from the will of God. But you know what God told Abraham? He said, Now is the time for you to make yourself perfect before me. He said, No, Abraham walk before me and be perfect. Maybe you are like that. God still has a second chance. And God is calling us today. To the point of what he wants to arise over us, and he wants us to to he wants to restore the glory of God upon us. He wants to arise on you, and he wants his glory back on you. He want to put you back on your feet that you'll be able to stand again he want to put you back on your feet that you are able to defeat your enemy he wants to put his word back in your mouth that you will be able to speak his word you want to put his word back in your mouth that you'll be able to command as God has called you he want to put his word back in your mouth that you'll be able to walk in his authority that you will not be afraid you will not be afraid. You will walk in boldness. When Jesus, uh, after Peter was reconciled back to Jesus, is the same Peter that stood up in Acts chapter 2 to minister to others. Peter rose up from falling, and now is the same Peter that God is using at Acts chapter 2 to minister. It means that God has not forsaken you. It means that God is not ignoring you. It means that God is not saying it's over for you. It means that God has more grace to pour upon your life. It means that God has more engagement that he wants to do. It means that God has more glory that he wants to take in your life. It means that God has more things that he wants to do in your life. But you need to arise today. You need to arise and shine and let the glory of God be risen upon your life. I want us to begin to pray to Jesus right now. And I want us to confess our sin to Jesus. In whatever way you are falling short of the glory of God, I want you to confess your sin to him and talk to him, Jesus, I'm sorry for what I've done. I'm sorry for missing it. I'm sorry if not for taking the anointing as, a, as important. I'm sorry for trivializing with my time. I'm sorry for not taking the relationship seriously. I'm sorry for for going into that relationship that you said I should not go into. I'm sorry for doing those things. I'm sorry for ignoring your cause. I want us to begin to confess our sin to Jesus right now. There is no hunger without repentance. There is no test for righteousness without repentance. But I want every one of us to repent because there is a need for us uh, to increase the hunger we have for Jesus. There is a level that God is taking you to, but the level where you are is not where He's supposed He wants you to be. He wants to take you higher, but you need to repent of what has been keeping you at this level. I want you to confess to Jesus right now and begin to talk to Him. Lord, I'm sorry for keeping myself or allow things to keep me at this level. When you want me to be at this level, I've been kept at this level. Lord, I'm sorry for engaging all in all those things, for engaging in gossiping, for engaging in those relationships, for doing those things that you asked me not to do. I'm sorry. Let's begin to speak to him right now. Lord Jesus, we bless your holy name for speaking your word to us. Jesus, we are sorry for all those things that we have done. Ah, Lord, not for being hungry for you, not taking you as serious in our life. Lord, we are sorry. Lord, I have mercy upon every one of us. We confess our sin to you and we want to change our ways. We want you to increase hunger in us, but we know that you are the one that can do it. And we are being sincere before you today, Lord. Have mercy upon everyone, Lord. No matter where they are falling, no matter what, are they have been, what they have been doing in their life that is not allowing you to walk in their life, no matter what is not allowing your grace to flow in their life, no matter what we are doing that is not allowing the anointing to flow, Lord. Lord, we are sorry, Lord. In Jesus' name we are prayed. I want you to pray, Lord. Everything that the enemy is using to steal my un- hunger for you, Lord, remove it. Everything that the enemy is using to do what? To steal God's hunger for him. Things that the enemy is using in your life to take away the hunger and the thirst that you are having. That the Lord begin to remove it. Let's begin to pray. I declare in the name of Jesus anything that that is making the enemy to take away the hunger of God from us anything that the enemy is using to take away that hunger you remember how the enemy was distracting Samson he was using drunkenness or fornication to take away the hunger to distract Samson from focusing on the word of God from focusing on the assignment of God Lord everything that the enemy is using to take away the hunger from us, to to deviate us, to distract us from following you, Lord. Jesus, remove it today, Lord. Everything that the enemy is using against your church, anything that the enemy is using against any believer, Lord, that you begin to remove it right now. Let those things be destroyed. In Jesus' name, we are afraid. I want us to pray, Lord, restore your glory upon my life. Let your glory Overshadow me The Bible says The glory fill the house You need the glory of God Upon your life You need to be covered With the glory of God And I want you to begin To travel in prayer And secure yourself That the glory of God Is being restored The glory of God Is being restored It's time for us To get the glory back Jesus restore your glory Jesus restore that glory that glory that we are falling short of Lord let it be restored back to us today we declare your glory coming back upon our life. we declare your glory coming now upon everyone that you will restore that glory that everyone will go from glory to glory I declare in their lives they begin to go from glory to glory wherever they are falling you will lift them up in the name of Jesus every one of us wherever Whenever we are falling, Jesus you are going to lift them up you are going to strengthen everyone in the name of Jesus let your glory be restored by. let your glory fill their house let your glory fill their life let your glory fill your children let your glory fill our family let your glory fill our work let your glory fill our relationship in the name of Jesus that the glory of God will begin to be reflected I declare the glory of God coming upon your life in the name of Jesus. Let the glory of God come back right now. Let the glory of God be restored back to your church. Let your glory of God be restored back to the people. In the name of Jesus, let your glory rise up in our family. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name we are prayed. I want us to pray for those of our family and our friends that are falling short of the glory of God, that God should rescue them today and restore his glory in their life. We are going to pray, Lord, restore your glory in their life. Those that are falling short, our family, our friends, are the people that we know, that they are falling short of the glory of God, we are going to pray for them. Lord, restore your glory in their life. Enough is enough. It's time for them to arise too. And shine and let the glory of God begin to be restored in their life. Let's begin to pray. Lord, I declare over my family. I declare over your children. I declare over my friends, everyone that are falling short of your glory. I declare that the glory of God will be restored upon them right now. That you will restore your glory upon them in the name of Jesus. It's time for them to arise and begin to shine. It's time for them to arise and be delivered from darkness. That that Darkness will cease to walk in their lives. Enough of darkness in their lives. Enough of darkness in our family. Enough of darkness in your children. Enough of darkness in our city. Enough of darkness in this nation. Lord, that the glory of God will be restored by that. We are falling, yes, we are rising up. I pray for everyone that are falling short, that are part of our family, that are part of our friends, that we have been praying for from today onward, that the glory of God will be restored in their lives they are going to have an encounter with Jesus. Jesus, you are going to meet them. If you can meet Paul on his way to Damascus, Jesus, you are going to meet them. They are going to get hungry for you, Lord. They are going to get hungry again. In the name of Jesus, you are going to increase hunger in them. I declare your hunger coming upon everyone. In Jesus' name we pray. I want us to pray this prayer. Lord, increase your hunger in me. Increase your thirst in me. Let me get hungry for you. Let me get thirsty for you. Increase that desire that I have for you. Increase it. Jesus can increase it. The Bible says we should come and buy wine and make without money. When you buy wine and you are intoxicated with the word of God, you are intoxicated with the spirit of God. You can drink the milk and be nourished. God can nourish you in your spirit. God can nourish you with his wine, the wine of the world. There is a strong wine of the world. There is that strong wine that you drink that you, you are intoxicated in the power of God. Let's pray, Lord, increase your hunger in me increase your thirst in me. I want the hunger that I have for you to increase. The zeal that I have for you to increase. Everything that I want to go from glory to glory. I don't want to remain at that level. Enough of remaining at that level. I want to increase. I want to grow... Uh, Masida, but let's begin to pray. Masota Libra. Lord, increase your hunger upon us. We declare your hunger being poured upon everyone. I declare that the hunger for Jesus will be poured upon everyone. That everyone will be hungry for you again. You will increase their thirst for you, Lord. They will become thirsty for you, Lord. They will become hungry for you, Lord. I declare the hunger of God upon your church. I declare your hunger upon everyone. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, Let the hunger for you come back upon us. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name we pray. I want you to pray for liberty. The Bible says where the Spirit of the Lord is. There is liberty. You need the liberty in the Holy Ghost. That you read the word of God and the word of God is being opened unto you. You want to pray and there is liberty to pray. There is that peace of God that is in you that you can pray. Let's pray right now. Lord, I want you to give me that liberty. I want to begin to exercise liberty. I want to begin to walk in liberty. To preach the acceptable years of the Lord, that's liberty. I want to begin to walk in liberty right now. Liberty in the Holy Ghost right now. Everywhere I dwell, there must be liberty. Darkness must disappear right now. I cannot be oppressed by the devil. I begin to experience liberty. I begin to experience the peace of God in my heart, in my house, everywhere I dwell. Let the peace of God be restored. I want to begin to walk in liberty. Let Let's begin to pray. We declare liberty right now. In the name of Jesus, I declare liberty upon everyone. Liberty in the Holy Ghost. Liberty in the Holy Ghost. That we are walking in liberty wherever we are. Lord, there is a liberty of God. The liberty to minister. The liberty to, to hear the voice of God. The peace of God in our heart. Lord, let that be restored back today. We are walking in liberty in the name of Jesus. I declare liberty right now upon everyone right now. We are beginning to walk in liberty in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we are praying. I want you to pray for the flow of the Spirit in your life. Flow of the Spirit of God. The flow. There is a move of God that you experience. When you are hungry for Jesus and you are thirsty for Him and you begin to do the things of God and you begin to flow, there is a flow that God allows. That there is no interruption There is no interruption in the flow of God in your life. I want you to pray, Lord. I want, I declare, Lord, the flow of Jesus in my life. The flow of your spirit in my life. The flow right now in the name of Jesus. Let your spirit begin to flow everywhere. Let there be a flow of the spirit of God around you. That when the spirit of God begin to flow, people will see the glory of God. You are releasing the glory of God. Let's begin to pray. I declare the flow of your spirit right now. In the name of Jesus, let the Spirit of God begin to flow. We declare the flow of your Spirit. Because greater is He that is in us than He that is in the world. I declare in the name of Jesus, everywhere we walk into, Lord, there is a flow of your Spirit. There is a dimension of your Spirit. There is a flow of your Spirit. There is a a dimension of your spirit that we are walking in, uh, the glory of God begin to express in our life. uh, In the name of Jesus, uh, everywhere we are, we begin to experience the glory of God. uh, The glory of God begin to express in our life. uh, In the name of Jesus, uh, I declare the flow of the spirit of God in your life. uh, In Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen. I want us to pray this final prayer and we are going to thank God that every enemy that is sent to kill my anointing, Oh, that is said to kill me. Lord, destroy those enemies. You know, remember that God, that the enemy was sending Delilah to Samson. The enemy sent Delilah to Samson to bring something down. And I wanted to pray, Lord, every enemy that the enemy is sending to me, anyone or any enemy that the enemy is sending to me to bring me down, Lord, destroy them. Let them be destroyed today. To, to make me fall short of the glory of God. Let them be destroyed today. Let's begin to pray. Masia I declare in the name of Jesus, every enemy or anyone that the enemy is sending to us to bring us down, Hudaba. Just like Samson, Lord begin to destroy them. Let them be destroyed. To destroy the glory of God in our life, let them be destroyed. We come against those enemies right now. In the name of Jesus, every enemy that the enemy is sending to us, that they are programming against your life. They are programming to destroy the will of God concerning you, to destroy the glory of God in your life, to destroy the glory of God in our family. Lord, we pray that you destroy them. Let those enemies be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Let those enemies be destroyed. We come against them in the name of Jesus. And you begin to send your fire upon them. You begin to destroy them. Let them be destroyed. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen. I want you to begin to thank God for what God has done right now. I want you to begin to